0: Panthers scampering back into their own zone to take control. So in three on three, the number one line and their offensive engine will try and finish it here. In is Reinhardt. He'll shoot. He scores and it's over. Sam Reinhardt, just 15 seconds into overtime, has won it for the Florida Panthers. It does not take long. Final score, Florida four and Washington three. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on
1: Caps Radio 24-7.
0: The Capitals get a point, but get edged by the Panthers. Post-game reaction from Spencer Carberry, and a big honor for a longtime member of Caps Hockey Operations. Jason Fitzsimmons, named to the ECHL Hall of Fame. Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, November 9th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. There was a lot to like last night for the Capitals against the Florida Panthers. There were some troubling puck decisions at times, but it was a tough finish that kept it from being a two-point night for the home team, falling 4-3 in overtime to last season's Eastern Conference champions. Despite two goals from Anthony Mantha and an awfully pretty shorthanded goal by Connor McMichael in the second period, the first of his career, the Panthers rallied from a goal down in the third and won in sudden death when Sam Reinhart beat Darcy Kemper just 15 seconds into three-on-three. Through 11 games, the Capitals now 5-4-2 on the year, with a two-game road trip looming this weekend at New Jersey and the New York Islanders. After the game last night, Spencer Carberry liked his team's start and the first period, but not some of the puck decisions that came after. That was our best period of the night, and then I thought just the second and third was... It was just okay. We made some egregious mistakes with the puck that are just you just against a team like them you just can't make. And they they have you know especially against their best people who are all you know feeling it tonight and buzzing around. And, and yeah, we just made some really really um, mind-boggling plays with the puck, decisions with the puck, positional stuff in the second and third period. And we and we had a few looks like we did a, did. A, but but not near to our standard and, and what we're capable of. Darcy Kemper now winless in his last two starts, taking the overtime setback. There's concern for Anthony Mantha, who after scoring the two goals in a single game for the first time since April of 2022, took a shot in the side of the head in the third period and did not return. No update from the head coach after the game. Reevaluated. We'll see what happens today. But he did have to be helped off the ice and down the tunnel, and it was disturbing to watch. We'll see what word comes out after practice prior to the team's trip to New Jersey in the afternoon. Some great organizational news this week as Caps Director of Minor League Operations, Jason Fitzsimmons, was named to the ECHL's Hall of Fame. A former goalie with the South Carolina Stingrays winning the 1997 Kelly Cup Championship there, Fitzy also served as an assistant and head coach with the Rays. He coached there with current Colorado Avalanche bench boss Jared Bednar in North Charleston, and now he oversees the goings-on for both South Carolina and Hershey for the hockey operations staff here in Washington. Before the Florida game last night, I chatted with a guy that we call Fitzy in these parts on the honor of being named to the Hall of Fame. The special bond between Washington, Hershey, and South Carolina, Jared Bednar, Spencer Carberry, And more. Well, Fitzy, congratulations first and foremost on going into the ECHL Hall of Fame. What an honor for you. How does it feel?
1: It really is an honor, John. I mean, it's uh, something that kind of caught me by surprise. And when I started my hockey journey out, I wasn't, my goals weren't to make Hall of Fame. It was just a, Enjoy the game and the game that I love. And so when I got the call and they told me they were inducting me, it was surprising and an honor. You're a
0: goalie. You won the first Kelly Cup title for South Carolina back in 1997. What are some of your memories of winning that first championship in the Low Country?
1: Yeah, that was special. I mean, that was my first championship of uh, uh, any real significant kind throughout my whole career, and uh, you know, just winning that and and just. Doing it with the people we did it with and the teammates and the coaches and the fans, ownership group, it was really special. You know, it's uh, we won it in Louisiana, took a 17-hour bus ride. When we got back to Charleston, there was 10,000 fans waiting in our stadium for us to uh, bring the cup in. So it was it was just a memory that I'll never forget.
0: You've been a head coach in South Carolina and an assistant coach as well. Added another cup from behind the bench during your time there as well. But there's been a lot made here about the development, not just in Hershey, but in South Carolina this is a special farm system to me. I come from Hershey. I met Spencer Carberry in South Carolina in 2015 when he took that team to the finals. But that's Capitals country in North Charleston. Going into that arena, going into North Charleston and all the fans that were stopping me and they listen and they, and they follow along. This is quite the big family that you kind of oversee here these days.
1: And listen, I'm I'm just one small part of it. And, you know, there's people like Rob Pincannon and the ownership group, Todd Ellerin in South Carolina that. They want good people, and uh, it's nice to have a voice, and maybe the people you hire. But at the same time, ultimately, uh, it's a team decision that we decide on, and it is Capitals country. We've been we've been affiliated with uh, with the Caps. Actually, Jared and I started the affiliation with Glenn Hallen and Brian McClellan and George McPhee back in uh, I think it was two thousand and three. We'd left for a couple of years to go to Reading and then came back after two years. And it's just been such a strong, strong relationship. You know, like I said, the people I mentioned it starts at the top with them.
0: There's been a lot of development with players and there's been a lot of development with coaches lately too. Let's start first with Jared Bednar and winning a Stanley cup in Colorado. And I remember meeting him when he was in camp back, oh, what, 15 years ago, he came for camp in Hershey and just the relationship between the bears and the stingrays as well, but to be where he is now, I know you're awfully proud of him.
1: For sure. I mean, he, uh, he's worked hard, John, like he, um, you know, he got out of playing and went right into coaching and that was, uh, that's a good story for another day, but we, uh, we got him from behind the bench coaching, and you know, it, it's funny, you look at our relationship back then, we coached together for five years, and he was more the X and O guy, where maybe I was more the motivator, and and it, it just seemed to work, you know. It was a great, a great team, and uh, you know, I knew, you know, he was always a student of the game, and uh, just the work he puts into it from a video perspective, and and uh, how prepared he always is. It doesn't surprise me one little bit to go on and uh, have the success in Colorado.
0: And then, of course, Spencer Carberry getting the job here. And again, another feather in the cap for the Stingrays, the first coach ever to be a head coach at the ECHL level, AHL level, NHL level, all in the same organization. I knew when I met him in 2015, he was going places. He went to Hershey and never really got a chance to get in the playoffs there, being there during COVID and all that, and then Toronto, then coming here. But just another great pillar in the legacy of the relationship between the Stingrays and the Capitals to have Spencer behind the bench here in Washington.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, I've known Spencer for a long time, and uh, I go back to 2018 after – We'd won the championship in uh, the National Hockey League and then went to uh, where the draft was in Dallas. And Spencer came in for the interview to, to coach the Bears, and the minute he walked into that room, there was our, our whole staff waiting for him, and his flight was delayed. and He just took over the room, you know, and and it didn't surprise me because I'd known him before that down in the South Carolina days, and he always has a real, real, does a real unique job at, at bringing the best out in players, and he did that in South Carolina. He did that in Hershey, and because of the uh, pandemic, we we were shut down there. We had a really good team and had a chance to win it there, and and we're hoping for that in Washington here. And so far, we're off to uh, you know a fairly decent start considering.
0: Last one for you, Jason, the director of minor league operations. That's what you do here now. And what a year for that with the Bears winning a Calder Cup title and doing it under Todd Nelson. I got to be there for most of the run and just an incredible coach, an incredible season, an incredible finish with a game seven overtime winner. Boy, it's a great place to develop one level down in Hershey, isn't it?
1: Well, I mean, you talk about the best cities in the National Hockey League. I think it's the 33rd NHL city right now. Like, it's just we're lucky to have the Hershey Bears as part of our affiliation. And, uh, you know, Chris Patrick and Brian Helmer and uh, myself, work hard uh, and closely with uh, Brian McCollum to, to put the best team on the ice because it's important to win down there, but it's also important to develop. And I think we're, we're reaping the benefits benefits of that this year, you know, seeing the likes of Lucas and, and Beck and uh, and Protoss all up now. And it's, it's been good to see. You know, the one thing I want to mention about that is, you know, you look back on that team and, and maybe we didn't have the most talented team, but we won the championship. And I think a lot of credit goes to, uh, the coaching staff, and bringing everyone together with uh, with the guys down in Hershey, and, and they just did a terrific job.
0: Well, Fitzy, we really appreciate you joining us here this morning. Great stuff, and uh, we'll see you around the rink, partner. Thanks for doing this.
1: Thanks, John, and uh, I'll be listening to you tonight, and uh, big game tonight.
0: It's been a great year for Fitzy. A Bears called her cup, and now the former South Carolina Stingray, on his way to the ECHL Hall of Fame. Congratulations again to Jason Fitzsimmons. He'll formally be inducted on January 15th in Savannah, Georgia. It's the Capitals and the New Jersey Devils tomorrow at 7 o'clock, the beginning of a two-game road trip. Airtime at 645 on 106.7 The Fan. And always right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free everywhere at Caps Radio two four seven.